Latex balloons, no shit. Do, 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 Umpire pants. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 229 of Umpire Pants. It's me, Kelly, here with my mom, Mary. My brother Bill's not here because he's got COVID. His whole house is uh, just limping along miserably, it sounds like, but everyone's vaccinated, so they're doing okay. Yeah, sorry, everybody. That happened. It, this is what we've been trying to avoid for all this time, but at least apparently the booster is really a good thing because people are sick but not miserably, miserably sick. So Yeah, and uh, they held it off till the less, less uh, severe strain came as far as we know at this point. Yeah. So that's good. But uh, yeah, I think everyone's feeling shitty and tired of feeling shitty. And it is a slog low process to go through the whole family, it sounds like. Yeah. Slowly right, work through, it through. And then people don't seem to get it like chicken pox when everybody comes down with it at the same hour somehow. I mean, everybody, and I believe in Bill's family, it was like dominoes more than. It's like dominoes, but it can it can take a couple weeks to yeah, fall exactly. is, yeah it's you, not like everyone got sick on the same day and when you guys had chicken pox all four of you five of you four of you showed up with chicken pox in the same 12 hour period yep so there's that get it over with so good good luck everybody hope you feel better pretty soon yeah <laughs> i want to see you guys even if it's at a park better than nothing yeah it's uh the time of year where it's not great to be in a park but it is better than nothing yeah, we actually had a, well, yesterday was a nice day. It's been real foggy and crappy here. Yeah, there, it was a sunny day here in Seattle yesterday, which is uh, one of those midwinter days of relief that you really, really need. And it is evident when you're outside and everyone's kind of giddy. I was real pissed last weekend because it was foggy, so foggy all day that we couldn't, and we live two blocks on Space Needle, so we can usually, you know, we can usually see it. We couldn't see it for most of the day. It was so foggy. And then... Why was I talking to somebody and they were talking about this beautiful weather? And I'm like, you're joking, right? Because this is not beautiful weather. He goes, no, it's really sunny here. It was just on the across the lake. Yeah, on the east side, it was sunny that day. I was oh, God, I, I was like, oh, I would have totally gone to a park yeah, <laughs> 20 I, minutes away if I'd known it wasn't overcast everywhere in the region. I just God, thought it was, it was. That was a weird day. It was just a weird, thick marine layer down here. I was here. real pissed about that because I would have done the same thing. I'd have gotten a car and gone to the sun real quick. So that was, anyway, now I learned a lesson. Now I check. Well, I took two walks yesterday because I could tell um, that the sunset was going to... I, mean, I couldn't tell that the sunset was going to be great, but it was. But it was still sunny around sunset time. So I was like, oh, I'll go out for another walk. And it was very spectacular. It was really pretty. I didn't go out for another walk. I just <laughs> went and took pictures and brought them back. So <laughs> I can confirm that it was a beautiful sunset. It was worth it. It was worth it to put on pants, I have to say. <laughs> I hadn't been gone, been home that long. I meant to. You were probably wearing jeans all day anyway on a Saturday at your own house. Yeah, that's insane. You're I wearing know. jeans right now. I don't. Not, we're not getting back into this. So just sucker about it. Sucker ass move is all I'm saying. All right. So what'd you do all week? Anything interesting? Not me. I didn't. Oh, I did though. No, I started my new jewelry class. Oh, how's it? Um, I really think I'm going to like it. I like the teacher a lot. She's very wildly enthusiastic. Oh. Um, real helpful and. She's not mad at you for advancing when you didn't feel that you no. absorbed all of level one? And I actually admitted that first thing. I just said, <laughs> you know, I'm not sure I really belong here. Were so you like, you raised your hand and you're like, first of all, I already glued my fingernails together with super glue. And second of all, I, I shouldn't be here. 
There was no super glue, so that I was spared that. I meant to say fingers together also, not fingernails. That well, is what you're always trying to do when you do <laughs> glue your fingers together. Yeah, it, yeah, it's true. <laughs> I don't talk so about it. So have you started a project, or do it. you know what you're doing, or are you just learning some techniques, and then, will you have a, like a class project, a final thing that you bring No, over? that's the thing that I was confused about the first one. They don't. It's like, okay, then just go work on your on your plan or whatever. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I thought it'd be like everybody, okay, we're all going to make an apron and then we're going to make a, you know, whatever. <laughs> in your jewelry class? Or shoe shine box. This is Yeah, like an what example. you do in that kind of, yeah, like that's what make a say. lunch bag or you make a CD rack. Everyone yes. makes CD racks in shop class still, right? I, I don't know. It's about 1995. Is that <laughs> what's going know. on? So yeah, that I thought that would be like that. And she's like, "Oh no, just go fly free and go go work on your design." I'm like, "I don't know what you're talking about." So I was a little behind there, but it, and this one is kind of the same thing. But I'm I was prepared for that to happen this time, and also she's like, "Oh no, worry about it. We'll get you all brought up to speed." So she's like, "Oh, okay. we're gonna solder and we're gonna do this and yeah." So it's cool. I don't nice. have any. I'm more interested in technique at this point than actually a project. So that's why I'm happy with this class right now. Oh, nice. So that's about the only thing I did though. <laughs> It's been a slow week. It's been a slow week. It's we lost uh, Meatloaf, the singer, this week, and Louis Anderson, which is uh, sadder to me. I was never a big Meatloaf fan, but apparently a lot of people are. Yeah. I I heard he got a bit right-wing weirdo at the end. I don't. I did not follow him, to be honest. Yeah. I, I, read I only know that, that one song. Big. Which one? I, could, I would do anything for love, and I really despised it. I don't. I don't understand the appeal of meatloaf. I guess I the only one I am familiar with because they kept talking about Bad Out of Hell and I must have heard it in my life, but it, it doesn't resonate. It didn't ring a bell actually. Yeah, same. But um, there was an album that. Somebody I knew had that played over and over again in, God, I guess it must have been the 90s. I don't know. But it was one of the songs. It was, it was a movie soundtrack. And one of the songs was Paradise by the Dashboard Light Lights. It never felt so good. It never felt so right. Am I blowing like the man on the edge of a knife? Blowing like the man on the edge of a knife. Come on. Hold on, try. That was like, okay. That was all right. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's the only song that I'm aware of, of his. But we started watching Baskets. You guys have talked about this for yes. years. Yes, Louis Anderson is so good on Baskets. He plays uh, <laughs> Zach Galifianakis' mom. And it's very funny. I mean, that show is... The character is so cringy that I, it's one of those things that I really have a hard time watching because yeah, the main Herman. character is so awful and creepy and weird and... Ugh, I don't know. Anyway... But it's all, it's kind of worth it for Louis Anderson. And I wonder how much of that is was scripted and how much of it was not. Because I don't know. I I did see that he he said he was channeling his own mother with that role. Well, there's a part last night we've only seen I think two or three of them. But Louis Anderson, the mom, is eating a Eskimo pie or something, and she hands it to Galifianakis and says, "Do you want a bite?" And he take he like looks and goes, "Like I guess." And he takes a bite of it, and then she goes. That was a big bite. <laughs> I mean, just it seems like it would it's be hard like, to. Um, perfection in delivery with that role, right? But I, I wonder if that was just Louis Anderson. Yeah, that's a good question. Riffing that kind of stuff yeah. was improvised anyway, or not. It's 
entertaining enough. I, this is one of those ones I can watch like one, maybe two in a row, and then I can't handle any more of it. Because yeah, I know what you mean. It's a it's a well done show, but it is it is that secondhand embarrassment. Herman, I didn't even try to get him to watch it with me, yeah, but I did enjoy it a lot. I don't know. It's and weird. yeah, uh, people had really nice things to say about Louis Anderson, and there is a interview I watched part of that just seemed like a very sweet guy. And yeah, I always thought he was a nice guy. I was amused though. I was looking at Reddit. I follow a kitchen workers subreddit. And the day that day they had um, someone had posted a picture of their their board in their kitchen that said eighty six meatloaf. <laughs> he died. Does eighty six mean? Well, eighty six. It means, means we're out of thrown it. Thrown out. Yeah. Well, it means you're thrown out. Well, in a restaurant, it means you're out of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. But that reminded me also that when Betty White died, I was I oddly fell into a a kitchen workers like tribute to her where people were like talking about how they were gonna have whiskey ass after work and pouring one out for betty white and people were like responding just heard to rest in peace oh betty white like they do in kitchens to their chef oh heard chef it was like a very sweet unexpected place to find a tribute to a yeah. an old lady <laughs> it's like a bunch of gnarled uh alcoholic <laughs> kitchen workers <laughs> But it was sweet. I liked it. Yeah, that's nice. So what did you find out about balloons? You were insisting well, last week they're made out of rubber plants. Yeah, they're not. What are they made out of? Well, latex. And I knew that. Latex balloons. No shit. It's, they're not compostable. They're, they decompose. Or not decompose. They What's that word? They break down, but yeah. not actual. Yes, they break down. They don't break down. They just get littler. Okay. It's like plastic. The pieces of plastic. It's never not plastic. It's just microscopic pieces of plastic in the yeah. same with this. And when you think about it, of course, they're purple and blue and yellow. Of course, they're, I, you know, they're very, the latex, I guess the natural latex is a thing, but, and it by itself is biodegradable, but. Natural latex is in um, jackfruit. Okay, that's why it's so sticky and awful if you buy one. Yeah, I was it. wondering if people who have latex allergies can have jackfruit or prepare like if it bothers you to cut one open i don't know because I, I guess i never really thought about it. i guess i thought latex was a natural material but i don't know if this is even anyway i i didn't get that far into it anyway just now we can't even have balloons guys you didn't you didn't though yeah i did i had balloons occasionally but i mean we have people in our family who are allergic to latex so we don't usually have latex balloons around for celebrations well, and then mylar ones you've always hated because they don't decompose so yeah that's true well i i don't know i just like to i maybe i just would like to be able to have a balloon if it like came up you now can I, have a balloon mom it's fine you're not gonna cause the earth to i suppose if i put it in the garbage instead of throwing it outside like it's see that's the problem people let them go in those crazy balloon i think that things. has gone by the wayside at least in this area maybe <laughs> i don't know they probably do it in other states all the time but i think it the releasing balloons for stuff is not. That's true. I don't think I've ever seen it happen, actually. We did it in school once when a teacher died. Oh, God. I was totally unconnected to the teacher. I didn't know it was. Oh. I was, like, young, and it was a fifth-grade teacher. I don't know what happened to him, but oh. I remember it being a whole thing at school. A whole thing at school, yeah. See, that's one of those things I never heard about. I, I don't. I mean, I always start over with kids and, like, sit them down and grill them. Listen, tell me if any teachers die at school, okay? That, well... Not that specifically, but like, did anything happen today? How was school? Fine. That's how that worked every single day. Just saying. Yeah. Did anything happen? Nope. It usually didn't. Well, except. We I released mean, a bunch of balloons because some teacher died. I don't know what's going on. Well, yeah. Oh. I don't know. Okay. 
sorry rest in peace balloon teacher okay so that was a sad sad thing to find out do you have your review ready i have a review i know do you have it ready i think so okay Reviews of cooking recipes. Reviews of cooking recipes. Oh yeah. Do you bring a cooking recipe? Okay. 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 That's really long. I never noticed that before. Oh, you've said it before. It's the right length. Okay. All right. I um. I mean, really, it could be a, a full two-minute song, in my opinion. I probably have never noticed it before because I tend to um, never be able to find what I'm looking for, and I'm not listening to it. Okay, this is for poutine. Oh. So. Homemade uh, poutine is quite an undertaking. I never thought about it, I guess. I've never seen... Well, I've only seen, I've only seen it in restaurants. It's obviously. one of those things that, like, it's not really worth making at home because you probably want a certain version and making it at home is very tempting to just go from scratch and make a different type of food altogether. Yeah, and that's the thing. I know I've been with Herman on multiple occasions when he just wants goddamn poutine. Oh, yeah, and <laughs> places like, around here three, are four like... Four things. Oh, I've heard of poutine. Uh, let's add, like, a whole bunch of weird shit to it. Oh, God, or use it like blue cheese cheese or some shit. I don't know. I, mean, I, I understand his pain, even though I don't want to eat it. But anyway. Yeah, just have, like, plain poutine on the menu and then add your weird... Um, extras to it I'm as to an option. some weird things I've seen. Well, a lot of places don't even use um, cheese curds and try to call it poutine. And it's like, fuck off with that. That's just uh, cheese and fries. Well, that gets... And gravy. Okay. All right. So this calls for oil for frying, beef gravy, uh, potatoes, potatoes, fresh potatoes, two cups cheese curds, heat the oil, cook the fries, da-da-da, serving platter, sprinkle cheese over them, ladle gravy. Okay. This is the order... Cheese, then gravy. Okay. Okay. Um, you can put, okay, these are variations. Cut up chicken or hamburger. Shredded mozzarella. 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 Italian poutine. That's not a thing, people. Marinara for gravy. Oh, God. That, uh, what are you guys doing? I'm glad Herman's not hearing people is stick. Okay. Anyway, the first, I have three reviews. The first one says, very bad. Video doesn't work. <laughs> I'm upset. With that little frowny face used with a colon and a. Yeah. Parenthesis. Yeah. Okay. Review two. Revolting. Fried potatoes and gravy was bad enough before adding the curd. <laughs> Why would you try that after looking at it? That doesn't know. sound good. Or you don't know what poutine is. I Well, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's literally three things. Fried potatoes and gravy was bad enough before adding the curd. Okay. You did something wrong. Um, your oil wasn't hot enough, I bet. Okay. Review three. This tasted wrong. Do not, and this person does not use um, capitals, which I find annoying. This tasted wrong, period. Do not use shredded cheese if you cannot find cheese curds. Use a very young mozzarella, cubbed. This was so gross. <laughs> shredded cheese goes soupy. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, that is true. You have to use the right <laughs> ingredients for your recipe to work. And also, if you have three ingredients and you can't figure out that you don't like fries and gravy, I don't know what to do. Does this guy just try every recipe and then go, well, maybe since it's know. written down, I will like this weird combo of stuff this time. I know the three, the three. I'm going to meet Caprice. I don't like tomato and mozzarella together, but maybe if I had balsamic and basil, it'd be great. Yeah, that kind of thing. Um, 
Well, I have to make every recipe thing. that comes across my face, so I guess I'll get to work. Yeah, well, three things. If you can't, I mean, I can. I've made things before that I didn't like because I couldn't imagine what the three, you know, the combo of fifteen different things is going to come out to be. But I can usually figure out three. Yeah, I had a review I found I'm putting under this category too. I, it's for a resort um, on the San Juans, and someone left a bad review saying that their kitchen. Uh, it was for their restaurant that they had had a wedding anniversary there and they were very disappointed because their son had arranged for a, a prefix menu and it, it was not available when they got to the restaurant so they were bummed out even though the service was good and the food was good so they left a, a review with their disappointment it's disappointing that you did not receive what you had expected during your this is the manager response during your evening dining with us and felt like no one was at the at the resort cared but there seems to have been a communication issue involving the planning of this event First, I am the resort general manager, and we have never communicated. I am assuming you are referring to our restaurant manager the evening you dined with us. Our restaurant manager had no knowledge of any special menu prior to your arrival. I talked with our chef, and he said he did have a phone conversation with someone I will assume was your son. And after discussing a special menu and price, your son responded that he would need to discuss this with his wife first. Our chef never heard back from this person. I left a message to discuss your review with the name and phone number that was on your reservation, but have not had a call back. I apologize you had expectations that we're not able to fulfill on your anniversary, but I'm happy you did enjoy the meal off your off our menu. Congratulations on 56 years of marriage. Best regards. So this dipshit son <laughs> says, yeah, I'll get a special menu for your mom and dad for your wedding anniversary. He calls the place, never calls him back, and then blames the restaurant. And then tells them. He's like, I called look- and talked to the chef. God. I talked to them about a prefix menu. I don't know why I wasn't here when we got here. Like, yeah, you never called him back, dipshit. Was he also going to pay for it, presumably? It seems like it would have been prepaid as well. Yeah, you would think that if you were going, or at least a deposit for a special off-menu Yeah, they're not going to do that for no money. Yeah. Down. I I, I really... um, That's funny. I liked that. It was the the dad who wrote the review, the guy whose anniversary it was, too. So it's like, yeah, we heard from your son. (laughs) I was in a subway one time, and this woman and her daughter came in to pick up a six... Six foot? That can't be right. No, it is. I think they are. Six foot sub? God, that seems like a lot. We had one for my wedding. Oh, yeah. I remember that now. Anyway, they went in to get it. This woman and her daughter looked like it was probably, I'm guessing, baby shower situation. Oh, yeah. And it's not there. And the girl who works there was actually by the store, so I, I knew who she was. And she was she was very uh, matter of fact. She said, uh, did you leave a deposit? And they're like, uh, somehow they thought they'd ordered it, or they thought I could just walk in and get it. Oh, that you can I, just order a six foot sub to go. I like, don't know. Well, they have to order the the bread separate. So yeah, I think that's what she said. She said, "Yeah, if we don't have a deposit, we don't order the bread. We don't have it here. <laughs> I have you know stacks." Well, of, I guess make us six sandwiches. Yeah, I don't know why that works, but they were like, "Oh my god!" They were just you could see the like a, a horror on their faces. Like, they were picking it up to take it to the event. So at that point, you're, I don't know how that ever resolved, but yeah, maybe they just made four sandwiches. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, you got to pay for this stuff, people. Yeah, you can't. Um, and he told his parents that they were had it coming. Oh, good work. Bonehead. Well, he, they raised him, I guess. They yeah. raised a bonehead. I also think it's, I mean, I'm I'm believing the restaurant manager in this case just because uh, it seems, <laughs> seems likely that that story is true. Well, the place you're talking about is pretty high end. I'm guessing that if there was any any money changed hands. Well, I think it's funny to leave that review too. And then like you did enjoy your meal and your service was good. 
Yeah, well, I don't know. He probably know. still thinks it was a restaurant's problem somehow. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Well, he wrote it before, okay, he wrote it before he got the answer from the restaurant. He yeah. He probably fully thought his son did the right thing, and it turns out his son's dumb. Yeah, pro- that most likely. So, well, that was a call for. Maybe his son's just very distracted. <laughs> Oh, you know what? I saw the thing the other day. I, this may be the last time I see this in the wild. I saw a guy writing a check at a grocery store. Oh, that's was, been a long time. I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> oh, God, he's writing a check. And he was one of those guys. He's, he looked like a Nebraska farmer. He's in his like, mid-60s. Um, and you know, we got to the end, and then he got out the checkbook, and well, then he got out a pen, and yeah, he started you don't writing. Want to be screwing around in line? <sighs> yeah. Anyway. You just stare straight ahead until it's your turn. Then you yeah. get going. That used to be my favorite thing when I had the store and people would come up to the cash register and I would ring things up and they would say, oh, I left my wallet in the car. <laughs> like, I, I, And people did that incredibly often. Like, what universe do you live in? Where Do you do this at the grocery store? Probably. I mean, I've done that at the grocery store a few times. On purpose? No. No, they did it on purpose. Oh, They're like, no. oh, no, I got to go get my wallet. It wasn't they, no, it didn't forget it. They deliberately left it in the car. Yeah, that's bizarre. And yeah, and it was, it was surprisingly common and, and very infuriating. <laughs> I'm okay, I'll just watch out. out and I'll just, you know, you stand here while I do this. Anyway. Um, so would you say something about something I wasn't listening? Should we do some honestly. hints and wrap it up? I'll do a hint or two. We have, we still have the foreshadow of the, my good um, rant and rave that somehow. Yeah, mom thinks I'm supposed to like track down all the rant and raves she's I written somehow. I think you should track them down. House. I, I gave it to you. You you gave me a clipping that we've already read. Well, no, I gave you another one. Okay. I don't, I don't think that's true. I think I've read all the ones we have. Well, something happened. We've all had right. a failure to communicate. I suppose the next thing is you're going to give me a prefix dinner and tell me you did anyway i'm gonna blame it on the restaurant i know so i'm saying you're gonna pretend like you paid for it what does that sound that sounds like a fax machine it's the buzzing from our cords crossing i think oh, okay because we're getting the fax <laughs> I no know i got a it. fax machine in here i want to win a cruise could be important don't laugh that's how bill no that's not how, I <laughs> that's how you want a cruise well, they want a I'm cruise a online somehow Welcome to Kelly's Hint List, the part of the show where we read from 1003 Household Hints and Work Savers, a book from 1948. <laughs> I uh, hiccuped a little there. A book from 1948. Pick a number, hear a hint. Okay. I'm going to pick 571. Okay. Did you look? Yeah, I'm cheating. All right. Cover bare bed springs so sheets won't catch on them and tear. Avoid yanking sheets off the bed without loosening the edges first. Whoa, before box springs. Oh, man. Yeah, huh. I, I'm glad I don't have to deal with that. I have a hard enough time making a normal bed. Well, sleeping on it. I was uh, jumping ahead to sleeping on a mattress with springs underneath you. Mattresses were thin in those days. Yeah. Huh. But, uh, and just having springs poking out that can get your sheets, that sounds awful. But yeah. I, mean, I imagine that's on the bottom side, right? You're not, like, <laughs> sleeping on pokey springs. No, the springs are on top of you. You get in bed. <laughs> put your sheet on and then put. <laughs> no, I mean like on on the bottom side of the mattress. Yeah. <laughs> are they just exposed? Yeah, I think they used to be. Huh. Before box springs. Oh, that sounds like a nightmare. I'm glad that I have a soft, uh, I know. soft bed all around. Me too. 
I have a good bed. I love my bed. I got a new bed during the pandemic, and I'm enjoying it quite a bit, actually. Sometimes I wake up and go, I love my bed. I've had it about a year and a half, though, so the online company I ordered it from is pretty sure that it's time for me to get a new one. <laughs> they started sending me emails again. Like, really? It's still fine. It's, it's all right. This so, foam bed <laughs> is going to last another uh, few years, I think. I'm going to pick 789. Nope, you're not. You're going to 794. Oh, that's not that bad. It's not so bad. 794. Remove soot from boiler baffles. Use a thin, long-handled brush and wield it vigorously. Soot that isn't cleared cleaned out will reduce the plant's efficiency. It is even more important, incidentally, to see that the water-backed surfaces of the baffles are thoroughly cleaned. Okay, say that again. I wasn't listening. It's not going to help. It's just about cleaning your um, your soot from your boiler baffles. That's a boiler baffle. Yeah, oh, reading, baffles that's what he's saying. Reading again baffles are things help. that go like that. Okay. To flop up and down. Yeah, you want to yield that long-handled brush vigorously. It makes sense that uh, soot is going to make stuff not work what well. What soot was? I mean, was it that? Did it build up that? I mean, I'm trying to think. I mean, how... you were burning coal in your boiler, of course, or coke. Huh. That sounds like a horrible idea. My God, people should be smarter than this. It uh, sounds unpleasant to live in a in, in a house heated that way back yeah. then. As, as someone with asthma, I don't think I'd be uh, thriving. Live long in London, I bet. Um, Dad, pick a number in Bill's absence. Three seventy-eight. Three seventy-eight. Can you hear how industrious I am by my rattling paper? I hear your microphone rattling more. We're not supposed to be holding these microphones. Well, yeah. Russell, you hear that? We're supposed to be on a table with the legs and top. Okay, we're, got, we're actually at 387 here. 387. Oh, this is the last one in um, how to remove stains. Do not attempt to remove stains from hard, smooth fabrics like gabardine or, or covert. Gabardine. Like gabardine or covert. Covert? Never heard. Okay. Stains penetrate these fabrics so deeply that they are almost impossible to remove without affecting the appearance of the fabric. It's a job for your dry cleaner. Hmm. Fair enough. All right. Well, I'm glad we don't wear those anymore. I think that's like what housekeepers in old novels wore. Gabardine. Oh, okay. Like black gabardine. Huh. Very sturdy. Very stern. Sturdy, stern, thick fabric. Yeah. And your housekeeper's mean. So, you know. Glad All we right. don't live in that novel. Do you have anything else you need to cover before we sign out for the day and watch football? And uh, No, I'm actually kind of looking forward to watching football because I'm going to watch... Um, what's my favorite quarterback's name? Oh, Mahomes? Yeah, he's going to win. Mahomes. Yeah. And this is going good. I'm, it's good good football weekend. I'm liking how this is working out. All right. All right. So everybody, watch football. We'll be back next with bill next week we're gonna get this shit back on track before it's over with. hopefully we've been it's, it's the last month has been uh not great it's I, wearing oh. us thin it's a little bit but we'll get there we're all we're all aware that we're, we need to ramp back up um spring training comes soon bill's gonna be back in one piece Bill's gonna be back swinging that bat in no time yeah oh, all right it. here's harmony okay all right everybody See you soon, motherfuckers. hey stop that. sorry i didn't mean to say it over your line bye <sighs> characters you know like i said to jonathan and i told you backstage i said you know what i'd really love for christine this year i would love her to be able to twirl and he goes what i go twirl he goes what do you mean i go you know what i mean jonathan i am not gonna spell it out but i don't know what it means except i know that she should twirl i know that she should have a moment 
where people go, oh. People sort of get her and feel her, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, people, don't you think that a 400-pound person wants to twirl just like a 120-pound person? And so how can we uh, represent that for all the 400 or 500 or now 600-pound people that are, you know, in our way on the sidewalk yeah. when we're trying to go into the store? I mean, I just think we should look at, you know, this is an amazing time in the world. We are going to have to examine and re-examine all of us, each of us, really closely now. Because the world's really at an interesting point. And I'll share this with you, even though I'm probably not supposed to. Yeah, do it. With the FX. I don't know, Lana. Do you mind if I talk about that next week, Lana? A little bit? Huh? All right. So <laughs> next week's episode, there is a lot of it takes place in Paris. And while those guys were making this beautiful art, because I've seen this episode, it's beautiful. Two blocks away or three blocks or a mile away, all those people that were planning those murders in Paris were planning them right then. And the day they left from the shoot on baskets, the next day those killings happened and those attacks. So it just gave me so much pause and thought that here we are on one hand. <clears throat> making art. And on the other hand, destroying humanity. You know, in in this proximity, and it it made me think that we all need to be making art with each other, you know. And the only way that that can happen is if we twirl, if we allow everybody to twirl or to do their thing. Without judgment, my mom had no, you know, she was a, she was a passive-aggressive person from the Midwest, but she welcomed everybody into our home. So I found out about inclusion really early on. And I just think we have to be full of inclusion. And this year in politics is about exclusion. But what we really are looking for is inclusion. If we don't include everyone, and it is not easy, we can't ever survive any of this. 